Welcome to another edition of Mr. Nice Guy. I'm Ben Slowey, and then today on the show, I've got the indie rockers, the Unitaskers, um, and uh, I'd like you guys to go down uh, the line and introduce yourselves. I'm Dylan. And what do you play? I'm like the front man guy. He's the front man guy. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm I'm Joey. I do uh, keyboards. <laughs> I'm Keegan. I play guitar. And uh, I'm Ian, and I play bass. Welcome to the show, guys. And then we're missing uh, Daryl, who's our drummer. We do have a drummer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Partied a little bit too hard at Stereo Lab. Did that work? No, yeah, he's at work. <laughs> were you guys all at Stereo Lab last night? Um, no, just me and Andy. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I, I wish I would have seen you there because it was a fucking killer show. Yeah. Yeah. It was amazing. Um, and then we had a show, we played at Fat Charlie's last night. Oh, cool. Yeah, nice. Uh, how'd it go? So it was kind of like, good. it was good. It was fun. It was, that's a, such a nice venue. Yeah. Yeah, probably like the nicest DIY space I've ever played. Yeah, the DIY oh, fire in the basement. Oh, nice. Yeah, clutch. Clutch DIY fire. And they stamp those hands. Yeah. Like, professional feeling. Yeah, they got a dog. They have two dogs. They got Fat Charlie, she was not in. Uh, <laughs> I think she's yeah. pregnant right now. Yeah, oh, so wow. she was on maternity leave. Oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> right. Fat Charlie uh, was on maternity leave, but they had Phoebe. Oh, sure. Which is, which is great. Yeah, um, yeah, I've been there a couple times. Uh, Josh Elke, great dude. Uh, he lives there. Shout out to Josh. Um, he lent me a power cable. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they, um, yeah, it's. Uh, it's good they have a dehumidifier because I was there over the summer for fellow kinsmen and uh, God, it was so fucking hot down there. Holy oh. shit. It was so hot. But um, climate control in a DIY venue, it's uh, it's crucial. No, for sure. Yeah, we've, we've played some spaces. I mean, I mean, even like you're playing actual bars, sometimes it gets super warm. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, we just got the heater on uh, for the season in this room, so it's nice and toasty. It got like, it became fall like pretty fucking fast actually. Like this week. Yeah, it was like 80 <laughs> and then it was 50. Oh my god, yeah, right. I kind of went for one day randomly in the middle. Yeah, yeah, like, like like a week ago it was moist as hell. It was like all that hurricane uh, uh, energy like, was, like hit us really bad and it was like summer again for a day but yeah now it's fall again but i'm i'm here for it i'm ready for some uh, some hoodies and some bonfires and shit like i'm feeling it like yeah. usually i'm i'm dreading the winter but i think now i feel like the older you get the, the faster the years go by so now i'm like ready for the fall because i'm yeah. like oh that's gonna be winter that's gonna yeah. be spring you know like you're just ready for it right but you feel like the cycle of the year is really kicking into gear yeah you start going with the flow of time instead of against yeah yeah <laughs> right yeah Y'all are all dressed for it, which is nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like the first, like, good denim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of like, oh. Totally. I um, pants this morning. Yeah. Did you this morning? Ooh. Uh, for the show. Right? Where are you oh, from? Perfect. Uh, at Kohl's. Kohl's. Shout-outs to Kohl's. Shout-outs to Kohl's. Uh, there's some options right now. Oh, very great deal. Don't want to miss it. We're going for the sponsorship. Yes, we are. <laughs> we're going to sponsors. 30% off Levi's now at Kohl's. So, um... Yeah, so the first time I saw you guys uh, was at the Riverwest Public House in March. Um, 
That was a really fun show. Was that mm-hmm. when we played with Yum Yum called? Yeah. Remember Brain? Oh, yeah. That, was yeah. 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 that was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. That was some of the finest indie rock I've seen all year. I read um, that somewhere. Yeah, I think I said that in the article I wrote. But it was, it was a really, really fun time. Uh, and then I saw you guys again at uh, the X-Ray Arcade. Thanks for the ride home that night, Dylan. Oh, yeah. No <laughs> um, you guys played with... Uh, Operations, Flat Teeth, Flat teeth and, and Oftener, Oftener from yeah. the Twin mm-hmm. Cities also was a really fun show. Very cool dudes. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been there since, though. It's just so far away. It's a little far. Mm-hmm. What, X-Ray? Yeah, yeah. I love that space, though. Mm-hmm. They, like, um, one of my old co-workers, Andy Parman, he, uh, oh, yeah. he's in um, Naves. Yeah. Naves. Metal Man, yeah. Yeah, he kind of has his hands in that venue, so I've been out there a couple times. Um, I really... I mean, it's really cool what they do with the space. It's cool. Yeah. It's all ages. Yeah. Did you guys just hear the new uh, uh, news about the all ages uh, venue legislation? Oh, yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Like, Kelsey's been doing some really cool mm-hmm. work with all ages, like pushing for that kind of thing, pushing for getting, yeah. like, those early shows at Cactus. Right. Yeah, because God knows that, like, a lot of our all ages venues, they were. I mean, they were around before I was even going to shows in the scenes, so I, it wasn't really like an experience I had to deal with. But I know a lot of people that did, like with uh, you know, like board board, board, board yeah, yeah, that was one. And, like now, it'll just be nice because now like young people can actually feel like they're a part of something. <laughs> so <laughs> more so than they, scene. yeah, more so than they than they were able to. When all these spaces are just like, I feel like the vibes are better. Like we played uh, like. Fat Charlie's last night, it was just like, everyone was so energetic, yeah. whereas I feel like a lot of times, if you play, especially weeknight shows, sometimes they're a drag, because yeah. everyone's tired from the work day, so it's yeah. like, the energy is just very, like, it, it's hard to be, I, I'm a person who, like, matches the energy of the people I'm around, so yeah, it's yeah. like, if you're, if we're playing a show and everyone's just kind of, like, like, burnt out, you know, it's, it's, sometimes it's yeah. harder. Oh, that's so real. You know, like, Monday night shows at Cactus are so quiet. Mm-hmm. They're oh, so, yeah. you know. And Cactus always starts so late, so yeah. it's such a bummer getting out there on the weeknights. I know. Yeah. yeah. And, like, it, it's a bummer, because, like, because I don't have, like, a 9 to 5, I can go to shows any day of the week, pretty much, and it's fine. But, like, I'm... But I can't say the same for a lot of other people mm-hmm. that are securing the bag through the week. So. Yeah. So this will be really, it's really exciting. So um, thank you, Kelsey, and everyone else who did that. Shout good, out. Good job. Shout out. Shout out. Yes. It's kind of like a double shout out for Kelsey because she's also like Cactus Club. Yeah. 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 Kelsey is just like, Kelsey is like, if you thought of somebody in the Milwaukee music scene that's like really like symbolizing, like, like doing it, doing it. Yeah. Kelsey's it. So we love you, Kelsey. Um, so uh, how was, uh, you guys played a couple shows over the, the summer. Uh, how was Punk Fest? It was good. Oh, that I was mean, awesome. Yeah. Um, we played the Punk Fest stage at um, uh, Center Street Days. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple weeks before that, it was very similar lineup, uh, and that was really cool. We got to meet some of the bands that we were playing with for Punk Fest. Billy Dreamer. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Billy Dreamer, so oh, awesome. good. It was oh, yeah. so good. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Like one of my favorite. Like if you got like we were talking a couple weeks ago, if you got like Billy Dreamer. Platinum Boys and Nasty Boys all on a set, like, the city would just implode from the amount of, like, like, positive sexual energy. (laughs) The cult of Nasty would really, like, just engulf everything inside. Have you seen, have you seen Billy Dreamer? I haven't seen Billy Dreamer. That's the only one I've seen. They're 
similar stage energy as uh, the Nasty Boys. Oh yeah. Um, they they have like a sweaty twister board that they break out. Oh, yeah. oh wow! It's, Interesting. It's, he had a bunch of costume changes. Nice. <laughs> front only nice. Movie. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah. That's what we need. Um, yeah, we need antics. <laughs> um, <laughs> I recently saw the Nasty Boys for the first time, and that was it was just uh, uncanny. Uh, Robbie was like running around the company like they don't they don't have like it's not even much of a stage presence as much of it's like just a venue presence because right. he runs around everywhere he climbed onto like the uh, the awning yeah of the company brewing uh, like entrance he was like on top of it and I think he's the first person to ever actually be up there probably <laughs> but um it was yeah they weren't they didn't even like uh, the, like uh, Joe didn't even he didn't even like set his drum kit up like on the stage, was just in the middle of the floor. They always do that. Very, yeah. very different, interesting stuff. But they're but then you talk to them, they're like the nicest, most yeah. friendly guys. Oh, they're, they're so both, nice. Like yeah. the nicest people I've ever. Met. Oh my god. Yeah. They're like some of the nicest people in in this scene. Period. Like, yeah. I remember like Joey and I went to we were at uh, Walker's Point Music Hall and we nice. saw a show like they were opening for Telethon. It was the first time I'd ever heard of them, and I immediately oh, yeah. was like, I think they played like a cover of Peaches and Cream. Oh and nice, I, like, yeah. yeah. Um, and I was just immediately like, we have to play a show with these guys. And mm. we ended up booking a um, St. Patrick's Day show. Cool. At Cactus Club, and they were like the first band I thought of. I was like, oh, we gotta play the show. Mm-hmm with them and they opened for us and they like that that show ended up I was like kind of sick that day and I was like mm-hmm. not not feeling it yeah, you know necessarily yeah. and they like totally revitalized me nice. and that show would have been awful if they hadn't opened for yeah, us yeah, they're yeah. like the quintessential like if you like need like a, a band to hype everyone up they're like perfect like rock and roll oh my god yeah 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 they're, de- they're definitely like they'll pull anyone out of the funk and just it's make so you true. feel a part of something they have like some of the best like stage presence in the game right now. Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, yeah, and uh, so I, uh, so I want to talk about your guys, uh, you guys' journey as the Unitaskers. So, as my understanding, y'all are um, Food Network enthusiasts. Uh, tell us about that. Let's talk about uh, you guys, how you guys formed as a band and everything. Yeah, I uh, uh, think like starting Mr. Robot season two, uh, Dylan and I would meet up every Wednesday at, at my place to watch the new episodes, and uh, then it happened that uh, Food Network, uh, I mean, was showing uh, reruns of Good Eats mm-hmm. immediately after. Nice. So yeah. we were just watching Good Eats, and we were bonding, and then like Dylan like was like just getting out of a failed uh, music project. Yeah, I was starting like a like a garage rock. I was starting a garage rock band with some friends of mine and then some stuff happened. It just like fell apart. Yeah. You know? Um, and so I was like, oh shoot, I have all these songs written. And like, that was kind of like my first attempt at a music project too. Mm-hmm. Um, and around the same time I, uh, I work with, uh, or I'm like in drunk writers in Milwaukee, if you've ever heard of like sure. that writing group. Yeah. Um, shout out to Mary Hacker. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, and the drunk writers family. But uh, through that, I guess, circle of Milwaukee, I was um, introduced to Ghost Show, which is something that happens every Halloween time in River West. Okay. And it's like an art show mm-hmm. on Center Street. And um, part of that, I think River West Public Radio was doing a call for submissions for like audio clips that would play during the Ghost Show. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, oh, Joey, how funny would it be if we made like some sort of song 
around like a Halloween song, but it was like all Food Network clips. Yeah, yeah. So we like started just like I I down like I sailed the high seas and like essentially just downloaded all of these good eats episodes and yeah. like mined them for clips and then we were making like this um like witch house music yeah. out of those clips <laughs> and then. We accidentally wrote this song called Ghosts, which was like an actual like straight up indie rock song. Mm -hmm. And then kind it, of a Bauhaus ripoff, but Yeah, kind, kind of, still kind of yeah, yeah, it's like sure. Bauhaus y, but yeah. like also very Bahasian. Yeah, Bahasian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, nice. Nice. But yeah, it was like a witch house by Bauhaus. But it was like uh, it started out as food network samples and eventually that turned into us actually like jamming in between like commercial breaks for mm -hmm. like well if we make music people actually wanted to <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah right <laughs> for sure and it was like a lot of alton brown right yeah, yeah it was a lot of good eats yeah, yeah. it was like it was yeah. all and the, the the name of the band is a is a reference to it was just alton brown but it was like spelt in like uh like weird like glyphs if you've ever seen like witch house bands it's always like weird glyph text. Sure, yeah. So it was like just the name Alton Brown, but it was like spelled with like backslashes and oh, like tight, weird yeah. glyphs. Yeah. Um, and then the project was going to be called Good Beats because it was like witch house tracks. Mm -hmm. And then eventually we were like, oh, we should just make music that we would actually listen to. Yeah. yeah. And so we ended up like writing uh, Trypophobia, which is the song that we still play today. Um, and then I had met uh, Daryl, who's our drummer at a car seat headrest show. Great um, band. Yeah. Very great band, yeah. Probably my favorite band. Nice. Um, but I met him at a car seat headrest show, and we realized that we both like, had roots in Port Washington. Okay. We kind of like hit it off from there. And then he went to New York, because um, he was trying to do like the singer-songwriter thing mm -hmm. in New York. And then um, like fast forward a year or two, Joey and I were still doing like the, the Unitaskers project as like more of a recording project. Mm -hmm. And that's kinda like when we were working on um, chicken sashimi yeah. and Tide Pods. Yeah. Like those songs that are on the internet right now. Yes. Listen um, to them. <laughs> Great songs. Yeah, hit us up on Spotify. Do it, yeah. Chicken sashimi is a really good song. I, it's so weird. I was talking to uh, Riley from Limber Brain at the show last night. Yeah. And we were talking about our songwriting structures. And I feel like a lot of the bands that played last night, it was like stripped down versions of like bigger projects. Mm -hmm. um, and he was like, man, like, cause he's seen us a couple times cause we played with him and he's been out to shows. And he was like, man, it's like really weird how those songs sound when like you pull away like the drums and the bass. And um, yeah, like Chicken Sashimi and Tide Pods even like when we play them live now, it's interesting to see like how different the energy is with like Keegan and Ian and Daryl. Yeah. Chicken right. Sashimi is barely the same song anymore. It's just like right. the same yeah. lyrics and chords. Like, yeah. But there's not much else in there. It's, like, it's a lot punkier than the one mm -hmm. online. Yeah. yeah. It's like almost like become way. like a fall song. Yeah. Fall. Yeah. 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 Sure. yeah. So then uh, have the rest of these guys uh, fall into the picture? Um, so like a year later we were still working on this and then Daryl came back to Milwaukee and we were like, hey, do you want to play drums in this project? And I think in Milwaukee, it's like, you don't have a project unless you have a drummer. Yeah, yeah. So it was That's like, real. when he came into the picture that was like, oh, we have a project now. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of like gave us like the um, confidence to bring other people in. Yeah. And then Ian, I think, I think both of you, we like reached out to on Craigslist. Yeah, yeah I answered Craigslist. Craigslist. Yeah. Nice. So, 
yeah, like Ian came in and we vibed with Ian really well. And then we had another guitarist for like probably the first year of the project, like when we were playing shows. And then that just didn't work out. And then a couple months ago, we reached out again. Like Keegan's been playing with us, what, like five months, six months? Yeah, like five, six months. Nice. But it's been really cool. Awesome. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, like, um, yeah, like with uh, Five Piecer, uh, how, how, like, easy is, is it for you guys, or how hard it is, I should say, for all you guys to get together a lot of frequently? It's not hard. We just do the same thing every week. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Inconsistency is, like, key to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. if we were meeting different nights, I don't think I could do this. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we just make it the same night, and that always works, mm -hmm. for the most part. Before I decided to get seriously into music, I was, like, really big into D&D, &D, and I think a lot of the, like, being a DM for, like, a D&D &D campaign, a lot of, like, the organizational skills yeah, yeah. are exactly the same. And it's, like, getting people together, you know, making sure things stay consistent, like, right. like making sure there's always kind of, like, a, a thing to do. Yeah. Is, totally. like, key. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, just that coordinative instinct, definitely. Dylan's good at turning on his project manager, Brad. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like the timeline guy. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, so I guess like uh, speaking of your guys, uh, uh, single uh, that are on the internet now, chicken sashimi and Tide Pods. I guess like, what? Yeah, I guess how did those songs come about initially? Like, what was the idea behind them? Like, what do the songs like mean to you and whatnot? I think we started writing Tide Pods at Turner Hall, waiting for a show to start. We were waiting for local coverage. Oh, we, were at, we were at local coverage. Sure. A few years ago. Yeah, and we had like, we had decided, because it was still just the two of us at the time, and a lot of our songs are, like I said, like, we had Trypophobia already written, we had Dancing already written, which are both songs that we play now, mm -hmm. but they're both like band, they're songs that don't work as well as a two-piece. Yeah. And so our goal was kind of like, what can we do with like a drum machine and like just synths and like really basic guitar that would translate if we wanted to like play a house show or we wanted to like do some open mic kind mm -hmm. of things. Yeah. And so that's where those songs came out of. Um, but yeah, we were at local coverage. And I think Joey, like it was like during the Tide Pods the, the big craze like yeah like the meme thing yeah we're like okay well if we need to like i think the idea behind both of them were like we want to write some like throwaways that mm -hmm. we can like record as a proof of concept so that when we like look for bandmates mm -hmm. you know yeah like yeah. we have something to show them totally yeah and then like joey was like i think like joey came up with like the first line and it was literally just us waiting during sound chattering sound checking i was like sometimes like it's too loud to talk, but it's like not anything's going on. Yeah. So yeah. we were just like passing back and forth a cell phone, kind of like coming up with like these one-liners for mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And that ended up becoming Tide Pods. Nice. And then I think Chicken Sashimi was like, I don't even know. I think like, like when, when it was just Joey and I, a lot of our songwriting was more like very influenced by like LCD sound system, I think. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of like, that kind of started off as like a riff on LCD sound system. Yeah. But also like, I think a lot of Milwaukee bands don't talk enough about things specific to the area, but I think also think like the experience of living in Milwaukee is so different than any other Midwestern city or like city. 
And so I wanted to write something that was like very specific to Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, that does make sense. One could think about it as like, both songs are kind of like about people just doing stupid shit for like attention or for just for just for the sake of doing it like chicken sashimi raw raw meat that can make you really fucking sick and it being put into sushi is like really stupid but people actually do it you know it's like i i've i've heard i actually saw something yeah recently on the internet about how people are like literally risking their fucking lives to eat like raw chicken like medium rare chicken or some shit like that what are you doing and then the tide pods too yeah also. well both of them were like because that was kind of like the thought right it was it was all like gross food trends yeah and i think like chicken sashimi people are doing it in california but i think in japan they've been doing it for a long time because they don't have salmonella in japan so salmonella you get salmonella through the the soil it's a bacteria that lives in soil sure and they're Farms are so clean that you yeah. can eat you can eat raw chicken without getting sick. Mm. Interesting. So, but like but like it became a food trend over here, obviously where like the standards are different. Yeah. And that's where like the stupidity kind right. of comes and in. And we yeah, we fuck everything up. <laughs> and it's <laughs> it's so true. We yeah. yeah. We just ruin everything. We make everything super fucking unhealthy. And I think that's like where <laughs> most of our songs started. Like yeah. are like the like it's like so lyrically, it's a lot of like me taking things that make me really anxious or really angry about society, yeah. and then like trying to like take the piss out of them or like yeah. like downplay them. Sure. Yeah. So um, I really like your song "Year of the Dog." That's a really fucking good song. Mm -hmm. I hope you guys record that one. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're we're going to we're so we're working on an EP right now. Cool. Awesome. Um, that's all. So like the idea of the time the EP was kind of like bringing. Because it was Joey and me for so long, I kind of wanted to bring in, like, all the other band members. So, for that EP, it's, like, everyone in the band is, like, work, like centering one song around, like, their own aesthetic, like, mm -hmm. sensibilities. Yeah. So, that's coming out. So, that's all going to be new songs that we haven't really been playing live. Oh, sure. And then after that, I think the idea is that we would, like, record a live, like, a, 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 like a full length that would be all of our backlog. Cool. Oh, awesome. Like the songs you've been playing for a while. Yeah, right. Sure. So like the songs, so we're kind of like, yeah, right. Like typically you'd record all the songs that people know and love. Yeah. But we're like yeah. kind of just being like, fuck you. We're gonna <laughs> I think it's a, it's a good way to force us to write songs. And then the format mm. of writing them this way is making us kind of push out in a different aesthetic spaces, which I think mm -hmm. is important. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think it like also kind of trains you as a band to like, understand the way everyone else works yeah which like when you're a five piece is like sometimes difficult yeah yeah right like we talk a lot about like what is an efficient use of time kind of going into like like my project management brain mm -hmm. and like like the complexities of getting five people in a room and then actually being productive with your time like yeah. knowing that like you know that the time that you do have is like kind of sacred and that yeah. like you know right. um so I think it's a lot been a lot about because I think originally we planned on doing all of these songs as like self recorded. Sure. And we actually started doing this like back in March, and it kind mm -hmm. of like was lagging really hard because it was like we didn't necessarily have like that skill set. Mm -hmm. um, so it took a long time for us to like recognize like okay we need to like bring in other people and like develop a team around this yeah. maybe to get it done, and then it also took like some time to just like get in the space of like how to like 
because I, I feel like sometimes I can have like a very domineering aspect, like a do very domineering like personality when it comes to like projects and like sure. art, artistic mm -hmm. things. So it took a while to like kind of get used to like when do I have to like step back? And yeah. Just like let other people gestate. Yeah. You know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. So were you guys in a pro projects um, prior to this too? I was in a punk band in high school, like a long time ago. I think it's been probably three or four years since I, like, we did a couple reunion shows in college. But, um, but yeah, it's, other than that, I haven't been in anything for a while. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, it's so brutal trying to meet people, like, after you move to a new city. I think I, I probably auditioned for six, seven, eight bands before <laughs> this one. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm really glad this worked out. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, like, Ian clipped right away. Yeah. Yeah, we watched a bunch of Adult Swim shows. No, that ain't the first time I've been here. Yeah, there you go. That's a good report. I feel like seventy percent of our like practice downtime is like Andrew, um, Eric Andre. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> isn't he coming to town again soon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I haven't. Yeah, I didn't get to see him the first time he was here, but I definitely want to go this next time. Um, yeah, so I was. I did like a lot of recording in high school, like home recording stuff with some friends. Um, and they still do that, and they're actually fairly active in the Milwaukee music scene. Um, and then after that, then I was in a project called um, Burnt Orange. Okay. Um, my brother played drums, and then so uh, guitar and bass. And we did like um, I guess like people call it like kind of math rocky, but I, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's really like that. Um, and we recorded an EP and played um, live, and we it's still kind of on and off. Um, my brother is actually living in Mexico right now, so sure. um, it's kind of like when he's around, you yeah. kind of um, go back into it, but it's not like a active all the time kind yeah. of thing. It's um, like kind of like on hiatus until like you're, you're all together again sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And sure. Yeah, so that's kind of like an ongoing thing, sort of, and then um, I definitely wanted to become like more involved in like the Milwaukee music scene and like play work frequently with people so um yeah when just like when the Craigslist when I saw this I was like mm. it sounds pretty cool so I found a lot I've been talking to a lot of bands that formed that way Craigslist is like a real useful tool Craigslist is how I found my roommate that's why I'm living here really yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah it's just like like I feel like it's really hard to um like meet people out at like shows and stuff which is what I like yeah. tried to do before and like sometimes it can click really well but like um, mm -hmm. it's kind of totally up to chance yeah. and it's very slow going and it's like really difficult because you have to like just like talk to random people you don't know at all so like, oh yeah my yeah. Christmas is kind of cool because then it's like you know someone posts an ad and they're like we're looking for a guitarist and we have these influences then you can say like oh that's cool I have similar influences I think we click well and then you already know, like, right off the bat that you have, like, yeah, that kind of thing. Totally. Trying to meet up with randos on Craigslist for, like, being in a band is, like, trying to date four people at once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I went through that way too many times with yeah. this sort of click thing. I don't know. I'm really glad that's... Oh, done. yeah. I can imagine. Yeah. Because it's like you feel, like, this, yeah. you feel a sense of commitment before it even happens. Yeah. You know? It's very similar to, like, speed dating or, like, yeah. like, like uh, app dating. Yeah. You oh, know? Yeah. Been, like, yeah. And that's super weird too because like people who like ghosted like an audition or like showed up to an audition maybe like either didn't know how to respond to them or like you like told them no, then they end up being in other projects that you work with. 
or like you see them out, you know, and it's like it's just like dating. Right. You're like, well, <laughs> well, well. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I I think that. Um, Kind of going off of what you're saying, Keegan. Like, I, I, like it's easy to go to things and to meet people. Like, kind of like at surface level, but it's hard. Some it can be really hard and intimidating to like really actually like cut to the chase and be like, "Yo, like, yeah. who wants to do this with me?" Because I mean, especially like a lot of people like that are creative in some way. A lot of them have a lot of like social awkwardness or social anxiety and their art is sort of their way of communicating their feelings and like the way they feel most comfortable and I think like especially when it's like and it comes to actual like socializing with people you're like yep so uh who's you want to do this do you not like who who's actually down to do this and I think the internet really helps with because yeah, like I agree. most of the people I meet and have made connections with, I've initially met online. Having that building that virtual sort of connection makes you a lot more comfortable with mm-hmm. kind of like going through with it, like in person. Like I love to, I love meeting somebody like online, and then it's like especially if I'm reaching out to them for like a show or an episode. Like I've already, I feel a lot more comfortable because they can actually get to know me like intimately right off the bat, rather than like we're in a loud like public space where it's hard to like, you know, carry like an actual conversation. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't have to like spend as much time like breaking through that initial like, yeah. hey, who are you? Like, what do you do? Kind of thing. These like you already know, so then you can yeah. just like actually get to like really talking to them. I guess the yeah. downside of the internet is it like makes it that much harder to like meet people when you're not on the internet. Yeah. I feel like people are like, <laughs> right, yeah, now yeah. they're like more used to like communicating right. in that respect. So like when you talk to someone on the street, whereas like maybe like 30 years ago, if you like, you know, walked up to someone in like a coffee shop and you're like, oh, cool t-shirt and like right. you talk to them, yeah. it'd be like, okay, but now they'd probably be kind of creeped out. So, yeah, yeah. I almost feel like that was a myth like that never was <laughs> right cuz like like there was like the whole red scare and like the 50s or whatever i feel like we've always been like the country has always been like the united states have always been kind of like you fear your neighbors more than yeah. you want to like right. you know yeah. yeah so i sometimes i wonder whether or not that's like part of like the millennial myth you know it might be cuz i mean i wasn't alive for that so right I know. <laughs> but like in the 90s the like stranger danger was like a big mm-hmm. thing like you're like oh, yeah. worried that like your neighbors or your friends or whatever going to kidnap your don't parents. trust anyone right the, the yeah. shit you read in like you know horror stories and shit like that yeah. so people blame the internet yeah. but i'm like oh, yeah. i'm like i feel like that was always around <laughs> right right yeah. yeah well it's also like it's just easier to like uh, it's easier to make build like connections and relationships with other artists especially easily because they can have a sense of who you are and what you do before they even meet you. For example, like I listened to your music before I even actually saw you guys because it's on the internet. And otherwise, like before that was a thing, it's like I'd have to go to, it'd be like the whole talent scouting. I have to go out and be like, I have to find out for myself if I'm like going to like this band tonight or if I'm not. But it's like now people can sort of, they can find like what's, what they like, what, what, like clicks with them and what doesn't. Like, so uh, you guys are working on the CP. Uh, do you have any other shows coming up? Um, like there are a couple that like may or may not happen, but then we also we're playing. I think our only thing on the books right now is we're doing the uh, Cactus Club halftime show. Yeah. Uh, the summer first. Is it the first? Yeah. 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 The summer first. Awesome. Yeah. So we're playing that. 
Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it's Milwaukee record, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And Tyler Moss reached out, and it's super cool. We're excited. Yeah, that's play. awesome. Yeah, and it's sponsored by High Life. So oh, very good. Free High Life. That. Free High Life. <laughs> just like Joey's like shit. So. Very fantastic. Uh huh. Yeah, what's well, been a like? Um, so you guys, have, I mean, I imagine you guys have played most venues that are to play like in town. Like, uh, what are like some of your favorite spots to play? Personally, Cactus Club is always great. I really like Cactus Club is a great sound. Alex is the best sound guy. (laughs) He's great. Yeah. I um I love playing quarters. I just really like quarters. It's super over westy. I. I can be cramped. Like, I've only been there I like it. I like it in there. Whatever's jammed in there. Okay. The beer's yeah. free. And, right. I don't know. <laughs> it's just a really fun place to play. I've only been there one time. I need to go to quarters more. Yeah, I mean, it's right around the corner from you. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. yeah. I should fucking just, like, go there tonight. Bremen Cafe as well. Bremen's great. I always feel comfiest playing uh, River West Public House. Oh, yeah. Because it's, like, well lit, I yeah. guess. It's, like, the most well, room, probably. Yeah, it's yeah. very room. I like I like a lot of room because yeah. I'm, like, very awkward where I'm, like, very... I feel like I'm very cognizant of how much space I take mm-hmm. up. Even though I'm a small guy. Yeah. I, I like, yeah. I'm very, like, oh, am I, like, in your personal space? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I feel that. Um, also, I'm super disorganized on stage, so it's, like, nice to just, like, sprawl out sometimes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, um... Well, it's awesome to hear you guys have some studio time coming up. Uh, really hope to see you guys keep uh, playing out because I like your guys' music. So, mm-hmm. thanks. Uh, I, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> it's always a real pleasure to uh, see you guys and uh, also to see you at random shows because I see you at a bunch of different shows too. So, the Gold Show. Right? Yeah, I saw you at Gold like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, so, a couple yeah, weeks it was ago. my first time seeing Gold. Oh yeah, oh, wow. that was your first time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was at um, Cooperage. Cooperage, yeah. yeah they're awesome. Talking about good venues. Fun, yeah. Love to play the Cooperage. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we uh, I think we've done some good work here today. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna close out. Um, so Dylan, uh, we'll go down the line. Dylan, uh, what keeps you up at night? Keeps me up at night. A lot of things. I've got horrible anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> I feel that. How about you? Yeah, fear, anxiety, just general. Oh, you, guys <laughs> you guys are some terrified people. <laughs> <laughs> Keegan, what keeps it from uh, The weight of the world. The weight of the world. I mean, I hate to just go with the generalized anxiety, but I think our band kind of has a brand here. It might be anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we sing about dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> to, Distract ourselves. Well, I think I, yeah. I, I think I described it as like we talk about like how everything's always falling apart or it's like yeah. it, like it always feels like the apocalypse is just a day away. Right. But then you like go on your phone and it's like you're surrounded by just stupid oh, yeah, memes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, my actual answer is climate change probably. Yeah. With the, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Probably the biggest one. Yeah, well I think I like kind of the absurdist take you y'all have on it. Uh, that's I think it's important to be like embracing the fact that embracing the impending doom, knowing that we're only individuals and there's only so much we can do about it sometimes. So we might as well like make fun of it, especially when there's a lot of just stupid, ridiculous shit going on in the media. Like, you know, so I, 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 I mean, I think that there's a, a lot of shows like Bojack Horseman, for example, does a great job with that too. Yeah. yeah. Season yeah. six is, Oh, I'm so sad. I'm so sad about it. I think they're doing two half seasons. Yeah. 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 
So what will can, you do? can like wean yourself? Yeah, out. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. let go. Totally. Now, what puts you to sleep? Puts me to sleep. I mean, I don't really sleep very much. Yeah. <laughs> you only pray get like four hours a night. Oh um, Yikes. And um, I don't know. Andy, how about you? What puts you to sleep? Uh, I don't know. I usually like basically stay up too late, and then I just like. <laughs> yeah, your body just naturally just gives up to yeah. time. Yeah. How would you? Um, it just happens, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ian, what uh, puts you to sleep? I mean, I, I have pretty bad insomnia, but I, I usually just read for like an hour. Yeah, that usually knocks me out. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I I sleep pretty fucking good these days, to be honest. Like, I I think that I'm just so like mentally stimulated all day that I just and I drink a lot of coffee through the day, mm-hmm. so like, I just kind of crash like from day by day being just so like working myself so much mm-hmm. that I just especially when I'm like when I get off work like I'll like plan shit to do when I get off work like oh yeah I'll put this episode together or like watch this movie. It never happens because I'm just so fucking bad. I hear yeah. like a second wind, like the second I walk through the door. I do too. Yeah, yeah. Like, it feels like yeah. you get like, like it feels like sometimes you're you're working and you're like doing something for some for other people, and then you get home and it's like now my day starts. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah being yeah, at yeah. home and doing your own shit is energizing. Yeah, being at work is oppressive. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, thanks for having us. This thank is you. Great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys. Always nice to talk to you. Always very nice. Uh, listen to the Unitaskers, Tide Pods, Chicken Sashimi. Uh, streaming everywhere <laughs> and uh, everywhere. Yeah, we're on all of them. Yeah, we're on we're on Deezer. We're on Tidal. Wow. Uh, well, iHeartRadio. Those are some line wires. <laughs> yeah, line wire. Yes. <laughs> got a got a seed going. Yeah. Can BitTorrent it. Oh man, it's it's literally on any channel ever. Mm-hmm. So get that. Uh, they'll be playing uh, Cactus Club uh, December first. First December first. Um, yeah, check the show out. It's fun. Thank you for watching, Mr. Nice Guy, and we'll see you next time. Mr. Nice Guy.